GG Poker is the biggest online poker site and they have more players than any other on the internet. Why play anywhere else? They have a wide range of games and unique features that you just can't find on any other site. GG Poker run huge tournaments with big prize pools and they hold the record for the biggest ever prize pool on an online poker tournament. There are games for all players at all skill levels, whether you're new to poker or a seasoned pro, including cash games and exciting tournaments like Bounty Hunters and Sunday Majors. GG Poker offer popular games like Texas Hold'em and Omaha to unique games like All In or Fold and Spin and Gold. New players that make their first deposit get £60 in free play, 18+, plus. new UK players only, minimum deposit is £10, full terms and conditions apply, begambleaware.org and please play responsibly. AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients and what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear-headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing a fighting cock for example. One scoop, once a day, before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. 
like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock! It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Season 9, episode 24 of the Fighting God Podcast. I'm joined by David Alfie Ward. Hello. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. good. Really? Safe. How you doing? All right. Everything's All good. good, isn't it? All good. Mourinho. All good. Mourinho at the helm. After a win. He's like, uh, what, what? name me a, a famous sea captain that didn't die at sea. So the, the guy who was uh, on the Titanic... Not him. Nah, not him. Uh, Captain Cook was eaten, wasn't he? Was he? Um, yeah. I don't know any good captains. My... Blackbird. Uh, no, no, Blackbird. Uh, Captain Birdseye? <laughs> Captain, Captain Birdseye. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's still alive. I've seen yeah. him on the adverts. He's he's got, he, Captain Birdseye is the most famous, famous captain, captain. And Morgan. Captain Morgan. Oh, yeah. Nice, yeah. Who would you rather, Captain Birdseye or Captain Morgan? Who but, would you go for? Right. Birdseye, because Captain Morgan is like Wes Morgan, Leicester, so go Captain Birdseye. Uh, Birdseye, yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's no player that's ever fucked us over called Birdseye, is it? No, should we call uh, Mourinho Birdseye from this point onwards? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Birdseye. <laughs> Jose Birdseye. <laughs> um, before we start, you've got a, a bone to pick, Dave, you? Hey? Oh, <laughs> You know what it was? Last week, you know when we did the Potch In, Potch Out podcast? Yes. And um, and then it kind of never, it got outdated faster than any podcast has ever been outdated. Yeah, because Potch got sacked. <laughs> yeah, with it the next day. So just so people know, we did a, uh, a podcast where I interviewed six members, not Ricky, who's a little bit sore about this. Yeah. Uh, but six members of the Fighting Cock about where they are, Potch In, Potch Out, and Dave was one of them. And you were the only one that was properly Potch In. You know what it was? You texted me, I think, the day before... <laughs> And was like, we're going to do this. And I was like, okay, great. And so I, it was a Monday evening. It got recorded. I spent all day Monday kind of really looking. I've never, I've never prepped a podcast before in my life. Like I'm, I'm recording right now. I have no idea what I'm going to fucking say. Good. But 
that one I was like right I'm going to sound good like I'm going to look into this and I was like yeah I'm potch in because of this and I, I did say that there were frailties and you know something needs to give but I what I tried to say was if I want anyone to rebuild our team and try and make it what it was four or five years ago mm. I want that man to be potch and then you called me out just like yeah everyone was on the fence now <laughs> but David Alfie Ward was like potch in David, like, David good, Alfie Ward like, hates Mourinho no I didn't say that well, but you did but you, you yeah. implied it no I, I, I think that was a healthy position to be in I think all of us wanted Pochettino to, to kind of maintain and, and, and rebuild it's just that he, well, essentially, what it was, right? He, he was the captain of the Titanic. Whereas we've got Captain Birdseye. He captain was, Birdseye. Yeah. He was like, "Don't let the kids on the on, on the uh, boats." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and when when it was sinking, get the kids off. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. where, where the other ones, we like fucking. And he, and he was like to the to the band, keep playing. <laughs> yeah, keep playing. Like, don't matter. You got to go down until your ship. trombone fills up with fucking water. Yeah, keep, yeah. keep but, fucking but blowing the, it. The thing is, right? I really looked into that pod, and I felt really kind of like professional about it because because it was over Skype as well like yeah. it was it wasn't like I swore once I said fuck and in my head I felt like because I'd been doing uh, I did like some BBC stuff and you, you go on the radio or after Mourinho yeah after Mourinho but then it, it just felt like that and I was like yeah that sounds really good that sounds like I know what I'm fucking talking about mm. and then two days later you call me a cunt it's so like I mean I, I, just, I don't think that was anything to do with Mourinho <laughs> uh, no, uh, um, but as well sorry what I will say is that Although you said the the Potch Pod is is now uh, somewhat dated, I listened to it yesterday because I hadn't had a chance to, to catch up on it. And how did and I come across it? I mate, everyone that was on there came across as I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, I'm yeah, asking yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone, everyone came across uh, amazing. I thought it was such a great pod, uh, really well put together, and it was about it's it's not about uh, who said what, but it's about capturing and bottling people's feelings at that time. Mm. So, uh, and that's that's what I got from it. And for for someone that I, I'm 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 glad now looking back that we made that change. Um, something had to happen uh, and all that. And it, it gives very little time to process what uh, Poch had done, uh, what 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 he and us are going through as as a club. But it gave me that time to kind of sit back and, and think and reminisce about, yeah, there, there was a lot of love there. Of course. We had a great time with him. And, and I don't think anyone ever, ever doubts that. But um, it was just one of those things that helped me manage my um, my feelings about right. it. So I'd say go back and listen to it. Even the people that, that uh, were potched out, essentially, at the end, never doubted what he had done for the club. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just something that I feel, feel something needed to give, and and it was it was Pochettino. That's not what you said in the pod. I, you said back him. Everyone who's pushed out is a cunt. That's what you said. Yeah, but I'll, I, you know, I'm a sellout. I'm a, I'm a fickle piece of shit. No, we are. A, yeah. Mate, how, how, how's it been this last week? Because if you're like, if you're listening to this, and I get it, you're loyal to Pochettino, and we all are. We love him and all that stuff. If you haven't been enamoured by Mourinho this week, given the fact that he is our manager and the amount of attention our football club has had then you're not human because no human being with any kind of sense of um, empathy yeah. could watch the training sessions, watch how he talks about Tottenham, like, me, like produce to fuck, like he knows what he's saying, but not be affected by it. Yeah, like cool. Barley called me out on the last podcast saying, I'm not impacted by PR like you are. 
I, I, I'm balls in, Poch's, yeah. um, Mourinho. I'm balls in. You know, you know what I'm it was that I, you know, the, the the thing with me is, you know, recently Mourinho had joined Sky Sports, and for those listening overseas, that's our main provider of Premier League, and he was a pundit for a while, and we're used to having Gary Neville, Carragher, Graham Souness, Jamie Redknapp, right? Mm. And when Mourinho came on, it was the first time that I had really uh, sat and listened. Because he fucking knows football. Mm. And I'm not saying those other people don't, don't because they played football for a long time. Of course. But he, he knows football in a different way. When you heard him break down the game that you just watched, whatever it was, he broke it down with intellect, with uh, tenacity, with like... Just nous. so much... Yeah, nous. Yeah. Like, yeah. And where Carragher would be like, oh, they should defend better. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, me, any of us around this table can say that. Yeah. But we couldn't break it down how Mourinho does. And did, I thought... this. This, he did spit on a child though Carragher. what Carragher yeah, yeah, yeah. so you understand you, why he's a little it, bit it, Neanderthal are we getting that in every podcast absolutely, now absolutely yeah. till, till it ends yeah. <laughs> never forget um, the, do you remember that clip where Roy Keane was saying like how to fix United and he yeah. went just just going by uh, just going by Harry Kane yeah. and everyone's like looking at him like Tottenham fans won't be happy with that and he goes I don't know why everyone's looking at me so funny just going by Harry Kane and Mourinho was looking at him because at that point it was clear it had to be clear that he'd already accepted Spurs' job, and even though that was like three weeks ago, yeah. there's no chance you really. Did it. I'm going to go watch that back. What, can we watch it in the break? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll we'll watch it in the break. If yeah. you can find it, definitely. Yeah. But there's like, a, there's no chance that a, a manager of Mourinho's size and and kind of influence and interest, global interest, because we've seen that in the, the media that Spurs have put out, and they're really fucking hammering it. The Spurs media, aren't they? You got his, his first training training session was watched by a million people. A fucking training session. A million people. But, so you look at this clip, and it was clear, like, Mourinho's looking at him going, yeah, Kane ain't going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nowhere. Another thing as well that uh, I kind of... <laughs> I noticed is, uh, you know, the, like, so after that was done, and then uh, he, he was... Um, he was taking training short after. Mm. I know his, what you're going to say. Well, it's on his training top with the uh, JM oh, no, on it no. and stuff like that. It's like, oh, that printed already, did you? <laughs> that printed three months ago, did yeah. you? Everything's already it's done. Just, you didn't don't just get it out of draw, did you? You do not appoint Jose Mourinho within eight hours yeah. of sacking your manager. No, no, you just no. do not do that. No. Do you know what fit, the, the thing that got it for me? The Mourinho it weren't the original interview which was amazing it wasn't the, the press conference it was a little bit of footage where he was walking behind Dyer and just give him a little rub on the back of the head uh, yeah. and then and then walked Harry Kane and have a little rub on the back of the head just like don't worry daddy's home that, and that playful uh, tap on the chest of Delhi as well yeah, yeah. And, and Son who you could, all the players that I felt were kind of holding back a little bit that hold, because out of respect for Pochettino yeah, they're holding back a little bit but you can't deny his magnetism, his charisma. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how much of a cunt he's been in the past. And don't get me wrong, I, I've, I've never had any issue with it. I've always enjoyed his his uh, contribution to Same. the kind of stories that sort of revolve around football. He, he rolled Wenger, didn't he? So, you know. Called him the voyeur. Yeah, exactly. So we, we, we kind of... failure. Even, <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, all that, yeah. right? So even though he was managing Chelsea and then later on United, but we, we really remember him as, as Chelsea and mm. they're our rival, but they're not fucking Arsenal. And no. he would give it. And at that time, 2005, 2006, we wasn't the team to, to give it to Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was good to see somebody else just fucking call them a bunch yeah, of yeah. pricks. Do you know what I mean? And just on that, like if you look at their situation where they want Emery gone desperately and the dream manager for any Arsenal fan, don't, get, don't listen to any of them who say anything different. 
they would have been desperate for Jose Mourinho in the same way that like, they're desperate for Pochettino now. And the thing is as well, because uh, Mourinho has had Gunas on strings uh, <laughs> yeah. for days, right? Um, what, what you're seeing, on, uh, I like, especially what I picked up on social, is like they're all really angry with uh, Emre, they want him gone, and then people, some people were mentioning uh, Mourinho, and they're like, oh, no, 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 and then it went a couple of days, and then maybe, maybe we'll get Mourinho, and then and then they started to change their their thinking about Mourinho, oh, he's a cunt, but like, maybe he could do it for this, he's won this, that, and the other, and in a way, I'm glad that we got there before. Oh, maybe. 100%. On, on Saturday, I uh, randomly just, uh, I went to the pub with uh, actually a couple of the 30%, uh, Faye and Matt, we we all watched the game together, and then we went for pie and mash, and then we ended up in a pub in Wanstead, and my mate was there, who's a big gooner, right? I didn't know he was going to be in there. He's a good friend of mine, mm. and so we were just chatting, having a few beers, and he said something along the lines of, um, "You've sacked a manager better than ours, and appointed a manager better than ours." Yeah, you know, that's exactly what and that's really fucking getting. If ever there was a symptom of. The, the seismic shift in North London, the appointment of Jose Mourinho is that, yeah. because it's like finishing above them a couple of times in the league doesn't really compare to what they did to us yeah. in the last 20, 20 league campaigns. But signing Mourinho is such a massive statement. Yeah, like We haven't even come onto West Ham yet. We're just talking yeah. about, about... Exactly, and it, it, that's like how the media is as well. Mm. Like There's so much around... I remember... Um, listening to, to, to TalkSport um, I think the day after and I was doing a lot of driving that day so I had it on most of the day and every new set of presenters every three, four hours it was just about Marie it was just yeah, yeah. that's yeah, all yeah. they wanted to talk about yeah yeah and I, I don't like I don't, I don't like to admit it but I feel like we have got a manager that's bigger than, than Tottenham at this stage yeah well it, the, the, the stat that he's won more trophies than we have in our history yeah. is I mean Christ yeah. I know yeah uh, it's hard to it's, it's hard it's, it's, a, it's a bit of pill to swallow but facts are facts but facts are facts yeah. and, and do you know if, what and if, if, if we can <laughs> I don't like, again I don't like saying this but if he can bring us up to his level if, if his level is what he was five ten years ago yeah. if he can then uh, then <laughs> I'm alright with is, admitting you know, that really I was when I heard the news and I <laughs> and I would die on the hill because on the uh, Potch In Potch Out pod I said I don't want Mourinho because that was naive I'm me not, saying no I understand it yeah that was me that was looking at United Mourinho right but just the first week he's been in the job if he's it's not even been in the job all fucking week has he no but the fact that he's appointed a different backroom staff a guy that was very sought after in Lille uh, assistant coach Sacramento um, yeah yes uh, that you know it's you know it's sometimes you see with with managers wherever they go like Redknapp was the same uh, Joe Jordan Kevin Bond right yeah. they're, they're they're my boys but yeah. are you, it's going to be the same ideas and Mourinho knew from his end spell at Chelsea even though he, he won the league there and stuff like that in his, his second spell but and then he, even at United everyone goes oh it didn't work he won the Europa League and the League Cup right yeah. and the Charity Shield if you want to count that. right but, now you take that right? yeah fucking I would take that right now and. He went out and he got a different backroom staff. He got somebody young, somebody progressive, somebody that knows the game in this the, our century we're in now. Yeah. And that's what made me think, like maybe he knows that he's a brilliant manager, but he knows that he needs somebody to learn. Yeah, to learn. Well, yeah. I've never I've never heard of Jose Sacramento before. No, no. but since him, I've done a bit a little little bit of digging, and he's like 
highly regarded as yeah. like a, apparently Lil were fucking seething fuming yeah I mean but they're fucking Lil fuck yeah. off yeah. 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 who are you yeah. it's, like, it's like when a ginormous yeah. Yeah. Like, bloke comes and slaps your missus' ass that's arse. right yeah. that's what we yeah. did to Lil while well, we're eating a frog yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And like you're, like you miss, like Mrs. Say you're going to do anything about that? I'm like, well, of course not, because look at him. <laughs> so he's like, he knows jujitsu. That's what Spurs have walked into as as Conor McGregor, and they're. I don't agree with this because I fight any man. I've never lost a fight in my life. But, <laughs> but you're you're in a situation where you are that man who's. No, never let, never, but and and you're coming up against someone who's never had a fight in his life in, in, in Lille. Oh, so I'm Spurs. In you're Spurs. So I I, I slapped Ollie's ass. Oh, wow. I mean, no, we'd, no, we'd no. have to roll on the stars for that, <laughs> <laughs> even if I'd lose. Get the gravel out for that one. Dignity, yeah, yeah. dignity. <laughs> um, actually, quick, uh, we need to shout out to Austin Sheen and a shout out to every one of you who donated to this because this is um, something we did a couple of weeks ago. A uh, friend of the show, Austin Sheen, and his partner Kat, Kaz, sorry, was um, they were walking a thousand kilometres across yeah. Spain, amazing, for to, to raise money for Ret UK, which is a uh, I, I'm going to butcher this, but an illness that. Yeah some people have succumbed to and it's completely debilitating and Ret UK take care of these people that, that suffer from it and when we recorded what I couldn't get my head round is that they'd only raised £700 and their t- target was 1000 so we asked if people would consider donating and they fucking delivered they they raised fourteen hundred quid. We doubled the donations. So oh we, my good not, lord! We, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. We, yeah, we yeah. didn't. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. We no, didn't. no. But, but but giving it attention and, and how like noble a cause it was from Austin and these partners to do Amazing. that. Incredible. It will and, never um, surprise me how faithful uh, fighting cock listeners are. Yeah. Like people come to my show. Uh, and they're like, I didn't, I don't know. They come in, they just look me up, and they come, and they're like, oh hey, I'm. And I, I, there's a couple of guys at my last show in uh, Central London in Top Secret, and I, I forgot your names. I'm so sorry, but you know who you are, and, and thank you so much. And it, it just all of the support of, of Austin, and I mean, a thousand kilometres. Do you, do you remember the walk from the station to the in Madrid to yeah, the yeah, stadium? Yeah. And we were moaning about that. <laughs> this guy has got he's walking, and and his missus, Kaz, well done. Like thousand kilometres. No, we walked probably what two, and we were like, this is too much. Is too we much can't. Yeah, <laughs> we can't do this. <laughs> so we uh, yeah we went from seven hundred pounds to fourteen hundred pounds, and just Austin has been messaging me saying like I can't believe it. Like he's so so happy and. I don't imagine the family are so happy. So it was a l- lovely thing for, for anyone who listened to this who did donate. And most of them were anonymous. Some people put their names, which is cool as well. But what a lovely, lovely thing. It was a great thing to be a part of. So congratulations, Austin and Kaz, for, for walking that. Amazing for you. Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll do more. You've done more by doing that than I ever would in my life. True. For, for charity. Yeah. <laughs> not not for, I, I'd do more for a, a good looking woman. <laughs> I've got one. Anyway, uh, so uh, <laughs> Wendy, uh, he, he sent me a question. He says, have you ever done something to try and impress a new boss? Oh. And uh, I, I haven't got an answer for this. I'm racking my brains. Uh, I've, I've been racking my brains, and there isn't, there isn't something where uh, my new boss uh, comes in and um, I, I've actually... Something that I can remember where, I, where I've done it purposely uh, to kind of curry favour, but... What I will say is, if ever I'm giving uh, a presentation or anything like that at, at work and, and done previously, or if there's something that I, I need to happen, 
is that I'll I'll spot the the, the kind of uh, how should we say the the more challenging prickly kind of people, mm. um, and I'll, I'll know they're kind of like number twos in command, and it's those people that you nobble, those people that you kind of like you know th- there may be a, a, a sly check on the Facebook. Senzu, was it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you read that. Uh, no, the, the, no, the uh, no, I read the uh, the Machiavelli. Uh, oh, the art is it? Uh, art the, no, uh, the Prince. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's what it's come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like uh, yeah, the digital version. Going on Facebook <laughs> and, uh, and social, and seeing what they're um, what you call it, what they're into, and then casually, you know, if they're into, I don't know, like Do I... running, and you say. Oh yeah, yeah. I just had a, my my weekend was all right, and then I just topped it off with a ten k, and then yeah. oh oh, you're a runner, yeah. and then you just like slide your yeah, finger that's in. That's it. There you go. Rick, do set you... the groundwork. So actually, I, I've got an answer for this. Bit. We weren't a boss. It was about impressing you the first time I met you, Rick. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, we went out for a big night out. Yeah, came back to mine. Yeah, and what did I give you? Uh, veggie burger, veggie job. cheeseburger, veggie, veggie cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Yeah. The blowjob would have been better. Yeah. Well, I um, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Listen, first time I met, took t- t- him out, butted him up, yeah. like just started noshing no, him no, up. It's just like, like, like while he eats a veggie cheeseburger. Gay, I feel like you're gonna enjoy this. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that black, that black lace. Nice. Do you like yeah. licorice? Yeah. Or, um, yeah. I, I don't know really. I, I. I feel like you've got some, Dave. Me? Yeah. I, I used to work, when I was about 20, I worked for Barclays, right? And when I, I really liked that job, I really wanted to make that job work for me. And um, my um, my manager was a bigger lady and she loved baked goods. Oh, hello. And, um, you didn't uh, take advantage of that. Did you? Uh, yeah, I used to make my mum bake cakes and claim that I'd bake the cake all weekend. Of course. Uh, you know, and then she'll be like, oh, that banana cake's lovely. And since then, I've done the recipe. Can I've make got a banana. Fucking, and make it. No, no, didn't, no. no, I didn't want that. Um, and I used to bring it in and be like, I've baked this. And it was actually my mum. Uh, <laughs> my first job when I was 16, <laughs> the boss sent me out for tartan paint. And a crop. Oh, you had that one. I had that oh, one. I was 16. Man. It was my yeah. summer job. Uh, and uh, he went, go out and get, go to the paint shop, get tartan paint and go to the sandwich shop, get a crocodilly sandwich and tell him to make it snappy. <laughs> and I fucking did. I walked into Percy Ingalls and I went, have you got a crocodilly sandwich and can you make it snappy? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know if that's impressing the boss. I did. I did making a, myself look like a fucking idiot. I did a, um, <laughs> I did a, a, a um, I worked at a farm, a city farm, Kentish Town. Oh, yeah. yeah, for my work experience, nice. and went, went in there expecting to look after the goats and 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 like chickens and that. And he went in and went, just suck my dick or you're set. <laughs> Did you suck his dick? I lasted two weeks. Well, that's how long. That's how long work experience is. Exactly. So you take what you want from that. Uh, West Ham, Spurs. We won. We won an away game. Yes, it's Stan. That it's is first, crazy. First, you know how important was it that we got three points on the board? Yeah. Not only that, winning away, but also yeah. Mourinho gets off the mark, and not only that, we play well. Do you remember the the, the game and we it's won at West in January? West Ham, it's Derby. West Ham. Remember the game we won in January? It was Fulham. Fulham, yeah. a last minute winner by we Harry Winks. So we didn't even deserve it. Yeah. Like that's how fucking mad. When I heard that today, I was like, they won their first away game since Fulham in in January, and I thought. Even that game, it was like a last gasp snatch. Was you nervous in like, the first 20 minutes of this game? How, how, how was you processing the first part? I had a £100 bet, didn't I? With a famous comedian called Tom Davis. Right. And um, About what? what? Well, basically, um, I did TV warm-up for a new Redknapp show with Harry and Jamie Redknapp and a, a guy called Tom Davis. Right, very right, funny right. comedian. 
and uh, I would meet. We were both mic'd up, and um, and he, we were talking about the Tottenham West Ham game. And I said, oh, "He's a West Ham fan, right?" Yeah, he's a West Ham fan. He said, oh, "I have a bet with you for charity." And I said, "Yes, yeah, like twenty quid." And he goes, are about a hundred, and we're both mic'd up. There's about hundred audience members. I couldn't bottle it, could I? I couldn't say. Oh, no, you've got to go yeah. big dog. I was like, yeah, of course. Like fucking shook on it. Um, so it, he don- he donated to? he's donated to Minders, who oh, I requested. Fair so um, yeah, but how did you protest that? Because I was I was fucking nervous because I don't I don't have a spare hundred quid. <laughs> <laughs> but that first twenty minutes was nervy, weren't it? It was like even though we were dominating, it kind of felt like this could go. Uh, kind of the the kind of sentiment of old. Where like this kind of fallible Tottenham, which by the way, let's draw a line under it. It's completely gone. Under yeah, Marino. there's no more fucking failing, right? Well, I think. Well, I mean that that cues me up nicely because <laughs> were you saying about uh, coming in? Uh, the, the, you know, the first twenty minutes was I nervous and how's it going to go? It's you. You ha- you like. How long has this guy been appointed for? But two I've days. Already, I've already, two days before I've, the. I've, I've uh, already got this uh, kind of like. He's got it. Invincible. He's, he's got it. Like you, he, he, he won't let shit like that happen. Are you? Are you? Are you like... I, don't, I don't know. Like I just knew that when I saw the team. Um, I, I liked the team. Did you? I did like the team. There was a, there was if, a few. If there was a few, know, but that team out, would you have liked it? Um, there were. I would probably have had uh, questions over Dyer. Yeah, uh, naturally, it was always going to be dire, though, wasn't it? But, yeah, uh, it was always without, the, 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 the Portugal reference, maybe, or you know, no, he, he tried to buy dire. Yeah, at, it was at, always going to be. So I think that wasn't a surprise. You would have questioned it because of how Dyer's performed recently, and even even Dyer looked off the pace. The, he the, did. He looked, he looked rusty. He looked rusty, but do you know what? I have faith. I don't think Dyer is never going to be a world beater, but like 2015-16, he was a good player, solid yeah. player, and if we can just get that as a stopgap until we can buy better then great but we need to get some kind of holding midfielder back because Wanyama's shot we, we know that cool. right yeah. so if we can get Dyer at least half decent again uh, one of the one of the uh, other the, the surprising uh, inclusions from from the get go was uh, Mora and um, for me uh, from what I know about Mora and how he plays he's a good impact sub yeah yeah uh, he's not like, a starter he's not a starter he doesn't have it in him to, to last I thought he did really well. Yeah. I thought he did really well. well. I mean, when the team kind of wilted a bit, so did he. Um, but that's not, not that's not just him. That that was everyone. It'll be, it'll be means to single him out. For but him. but I mean, um, yeah. Uh, I, but seeing Sonny and Moura both on like the, the kind of uh, well, we've been the, calling the for that for a while right? because in. just just if you model it on England, yeah, yeah, the way that the, the England play with Harry Kane. Mm. Harry Kane has more of a free role, I think, because he can drop deep because he knows he'll have. Sterling and uh, Sancho or Rashford just bombing in make pace. it yeah pace either side of it so mm. he knows he can drop back hold the ball up go forward whatever he wants and I think for a while we thought okay I, I don't think um, uh, Sonny and Mora uh, Sonny is, is, is world class and, and Mora is a very good player but Sterling is fucking just different gravy mm. yeah. um, but just try that model yeah, you know and we, we did it and I saw that and I still don't think I don't think Moore is a ninety-minute man. No, uh, he's a seventy-minute. I, I think he can start. Yeah, but he does well. I and, and like it. I said, he, he faded, but so did the whole team. I don't think that yep. the team weren't really, uh, uh, weren't used to playing at that tempo because we've not played at that fucking tempo for ages. Have we? No, that's right. Even the last the last big game was we'll all say it was Ajax, and that was forty-five fucking minutes. Mourinho yeah. Mourinho has, uh, has said that the three players that he would have liked to sign for Tottenham were Eric Dyer, Lucas Moura, 
and Cessnell. Yeah. So he's clearly trusting Mora and, and Eric Dyer. And uh, I'll get, like just on Eric Dyer, none of us were surprised when he started. He loved Matic at, 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 um, at Man United and at Chelsea in the second spell, I think. Yeah. And um, he, he kind of that 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 system he plays needs a defensive midfielder like Dyer. I felt like he was rusty on the ball, but but he hasn't played any like top five yeah, football yeah, for a exactly, long time. Yeah. But what's most interesting is that formation that he played. So four, yeah. it was a four-two-three-one, which is probably our best formation. Which but it wasn't played in it, it, it was like four-two-three-one with a caveat, which yeah. was that Aurier was allowed complete license to bomb forward, and Davies was just said sit. So every time we go forward, <laughs> there was a look, Davies sat in a free at the back. Rick. Yeah. So <clears throat> when I've been watching uh, Spurs lately and. It pa- it pains me to to say this a little bit, but when I was watching the game against uh, West Ham, and then when we had the ball and we were like going to free, I was like, "Are we? Is this free at the back? Like, where, where's 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 Zoria? And then and then well, he's after, almost played like uh, a right, uh, right uh, midfielder. After like fifteen minutes, I'm like, "This is how we're playing." Mm-hmm. And then I, I sent a message in the WhatsApp group, and when he was like, "This is classic Mourinho. There'll be one fullback that stays behind, one that bombs them forward, and maybe because I hadn't watched a lot of Mourinho's teams." Um, I didn't pick up on it, and but I just thought it was really interesting. You saw that, and then you saw uh, Delhi playing in that space just behind Kane, um, and I was like watching it, and I was like, I can, can I see a formation that's that's, that's sticking? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it wasn't chopping and changing, and then going to diamonds, and then going back to back three, and then back to you know, it, and, and I, it, it was sti- it was we had a plan. We were sticking to it and we were playing to it. And I was just like, that is... It made sense with, with, with Davis starting. And I think we can all agree probably Davis is, is more of a solid option than Rose at the yeah, moment. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you're right. I didn't notice until you just said it. I didn't. I can't remember Davis actually bombing forward or getting across it. So it was kind of like free at the back. and then like a free 5-2. Which is, which is great because if you think about uh, Aurea... Nothing, um, or as Danny, Danny, what, Danny, um, who was on Match of the Day, Danny Murphy, mm. called him Oreo. Oreo, yeah. that ain't alright. I swear, uh, I swear, that's... it was like Oreo was great at crossing. I was like, what did you just fucking say, you stupid? Well, if Oreo, Oreo was playing centre back between kind of yeah <laughs> before two, no, Vatonga, no, 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 that's the other way around. That's like a reverse. It's just two white people, one black. <laughs> <what you're saying. laughs> yeah. No, no. Two black people, one white. Yeah, of course. Anyway, because my two best mates are black, so we're, every now we're in a group chat called Oreo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we are essentially. That's and what, everyone's so we went out in that's, that's uh, Norwich though, right? recently. Yeah, oh no, it's fine because we went out in. You're Norwich a minority recently. in it, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly, and yeah. they stand and they're by You're the one getting the fucked. Oh yeah, bit about <laughs> BBCs. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I don't can't remember what I said. Oreo is. Uh, when he's uh, a, a bit of a liability, is is in the defence. It's when right? it's when he's been asked to perform that role. Yeah, but this one is just like just because right... he can deliver a ball. He's not, the the thing that winds me up about Aurier. Like we've been as Spurs fans, we've seen some awful footballers. Yeah, yeah or like they can't play football. Mm. Yeah, mm. Gilberto. Mm. You know these these kind of fullbacks. We've seen some. All, you no look at Ore sometimes. No Paramount. No Paramount. Yeah, one. exactly. But you look at Ore sometimes, and that's the most frustrating thing about him because sometimes you look at it and you think, you can play football. Yeah. Like you 
can. You just don't have a footballing brain. That's mm. the problem. You have the ability. You just don't have the brain to so go with it. Just remove that aspect of yeah, the game. Exactly. And, and that's uh, what we did. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, just one thing you said about what Windy said, and I'm not sure 100 percent if he did say it. So if you didn't, Windy, then uh, then there's not much you can do about it. But yeah. apparently, the system that he played for against West Ham wasn't normal Mourinho. Actually, it was quite a modern system oh. and not something he'd done previously um, one of the criticisms of him is that the game has passed him by and I've said it many times on Bull Street back in the day yeah. when he was Man United manager that I felt like the game had moved past him um, but apparently this system was quite a modern thing like turning if you're attacking you play five in midfield two up front and you got you leave three at the back okay. and apparently that's what which, which is great and then I, I did like I think what helps him Prove, or if it proves that he was more modern, that he played Winks because usually he used to play like two big holding yeah, like Herrera, and, Herrera Matic, right? or Matic, or you know, and at, at Chelsea it was Matic and well, the first time was Makaleli yeah, as well, well, yeah, and uh, Makaleli and Essien the first time. I think there was, um, what do you call it? Um, I'll take Makaleli and Essien, an article in, oh, yeah. in uh, The Athletic where they, they were like pinpointing players and saying that uh, Winks isn't a traditional. Uh, Mourinho, Mourinho type player right. and that he's the one that should be looking over his shoulder being a bit nervous is he going to get displaced with someone else so, had a great game though he had yeah, a great yeah, game yeah. and he was passing forward you know, the criticism of Winks is everyone goes oh, he's sideways and stuff like that I think Winks is a tiny little player I don't think Winks is world class I've said it time and time again on this podcast but he's a good player and if Mourinho can maybe help him step up or, or, or develop him I'll be very happy. I don't think the, the say that, to say that Winks isn't world class is a slight at all, though. We've no, got, it's not exactly. We've right. got what we've got, maybe one. No, class, uh, Son, maybe, Son, Son and Kane. Kane. Son and Kane. Ericsson. No. Um, like previously, maybe, but not now. Ericsson has the ability what, to be world class. What, what do you make of uh, Mourinho's statement that he needs to understand what's going on in Ericsson's head before he trusts him to play a game? Is that what he said? I didn't. I didn't see. Yeah, that's a. That's well, a yeah, I mean, well, it's, uh, it's, why wouldn't you need to know that? Yeah, exactly. But I, I think what he's saying is that a player of his ilk and reputation mean would mean that he would just be one of the first names on the team sheet. Where he's just saying, "I need to know." I think he kind of uh, he's probably uh, seen uh, Ericsson's previous performances to where how he has played. And I think he needs to understand that um, now that Mourinho's in, um, is there going to be uh, is there a potential to have a have a change of heart? Are you going to sign a contract? Depending on how how things go, and it, and if and if that is right, you need to show show me that you're ready. You need to show your metal now. You need to knuckle down in training when you get your time to play. You need to show me. Um, otherwise, from here on in until Jan or T go you're not going to be part of it so we've got these three players that are out of contract at the end of the year Vertonga and Adavera and Ericsson I think we have a better chance of keeping all of them than we did two weeks ago yeah but if you had to choose one right now who would you take it's such a tough one um, my my head says Adavera uh, my heart says Vertonga my head says out of error massively, and my heart says out of error as well. Really? Yeah, I just feel like. I, I suppose he's, he's a couple got, of years younger as well. Yeah, he's now, still that, got three years. The thing now. is, um, uh, with with Vertonghen, is he, as class as he's been for us, he 
he is 32 now yeah. and maybe you don't know what the start of the season what ha- what's happened backstage right you don't know what's happened behind the scenes at Spurs and why he performed when he, how he has when we, he's coming no, we do know that we do know that that Ericsson yeah, was shagging yeah, yeah. not just shagging he bummed Bummed Ericsson. He bummed Ericsson. He cut cold Ericsson. Yes. Ericsson's no, cut. no, there was no other. It was oh, just really? A, just a room, them two. Wow. And he bummed him. That, and that's fact? That, yes. Wow, fuck me. Yeah, as far as, he, well, as, far I as didn't facts. Know, listen, I didn't know that happened, but fair play. And that will fuck you up mentality because if you're going to fuck one of your teammates he, in where, the arse where, where do you go from that? Where do you go? Like, you know, you're not going to want to pass to them after you've come in there. No, you know? I'm not sure if he did do that. Oh well, I should hope that he. Can, I heard he sprayed on his back. Well, yeah, yeah but Flav, you, you're going to want to hope that he came to climax. You know? that, that everyone was happy. Yeah. Well, at least one of them. Or both of them. Well, right. right. Anyway, what was that? I can't remember. Uh, what, what, which one was? Uh, so you well, said- I like Vertonghen because I feel like he's more of a club man. He's more of a. Uh, he he yeah. he probably loves Spurs a bit more than yeah. than Alderweireld does, but Alderweireld is probably the better player and three two three years younger. So you you go with that. Um, I think Ericsson, just the way that if if he does want to move, and the way that he's been performing for us because he wants that move. From Mourinho's perspective, you're going to say to him like, where are you going to go? Exactly. He thinks he's he's big, bigger than he is. I'm you not know? sure he does. No, he does. No, I'm not sure he does. I, I, I feel like... Oh, you're sure that, that Vertonghen came on... No, Alderweireld or Vertonghen came on his back, <laughs> but you're not sure that he thinks he's bigger than he is. Right, is that where we're going with this? Yeah. That's a great point. I, 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 I'm absolutely not categorically convinced that um, Vertonghen spayed on Ericsson's back, right? Well, I, I am convinced of the fact that Ericsson feels that he can play at the top level because he's done that for seven, five or six years. With, oh, Eric, no, no. I, I just but called just him world class five minutes ago, no, and no, you but, said no. And no, 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 but the point I'm saying, Dave, is that, that he's, his performances this season would maybe change the opinion of some of these elite football clubs. And if he can perform in the last four months of his contract at Spurs, or five months, then he has a chance of securing yeah. that. Securing that that next move, and if he does, we benefit. He's not a star if at Real Madrid, though. That's the that's the thing. He he, he, thinks, Madrid, he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. And that's the, that's the thing. He thinks he's he, he wants to go to. It'd be like a, I could see Juventus because they like to sign a player Juve, on free yeah. and stuff like that. And even if he starts for them, Dybala comes our way, which but is we're a not fucking dream. But like, I, yeah, but we don't really care. But, if he but goes all it. of us have just said if we want to keep one of those players, it's all Dybala. Ricky what, didn't Rick, say. You didn't say yeah. yeah, I. I Definitely because he's uh, he can on his days is a is a top class centre half. I, I think from the, like outside looking, uh, like we all are. Um, I think for me, Ericsson. No, I, I was in the room. Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> you did. Yeah. He was wanking in the corner. Oh, so now there is a cut cold going on. I was in the cupboard and I oh, was okay. cut cold. All right, okay. yeah. I think Ericsson. Uh, I think that he. Uh, I think his he his heart has gone, and I think he what he wants a new challenge. I think he's already made his mind up about it, and I, I think the best thing for him is to, is is to go and get this new challenge, wherever it may be. I couldn't give a shit as long as it's not for another English club. Yeah, but I think with uh, Toby and Jan, maybe they are like they're they're judging it as in this is the last throw of the dice. You know, they're getting into their kind of late years of life. 
And if they get a contract, do they want a two-year contract with Tottenham or a year, you know, a year or whatever? Most extension? it's going to be two years. Yeah. But they, they're probably wanting a four-year contract to see oh, out. Yeah. Well, whoever, whoever it may be. They want the security. But, but they want the security and they want their last bumper pay deal. Mm. And if Levy is turning around and uh, dragging his heels over it because that's not the way uh, our strategy is with how we recruit players and retain players, um, then it's going to be tough. But I don't know if it's because... There's no want of a love to do it and want to play for Tottenham uh, and still have that hunger and desire, whereas I think Ericsson doesn't have that hunger no, and yeah, desire. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, first half of the Fighting Call podcast done. And um, we'll join you in a second. So when, when Jose turned up at Tottenham, um, he was very kind of magnanimous, kind of very appreciative of the work that Pochettino's done. But the last couple of... Well, the last press, press conference he's done, it kind of feels like he's saying that Pochettino took us so far and he's here to take us to the next step. Yeah. And one of the quotes we was just in the break we were talking about, weren't we, Rick? It was saying that he was talking about how getting to the Champions League final was an achievement, but it's not history because you didn't win. Yeah. And if we've given up on Pochettino, which, you know, it's sad to say, but we have, that era of Tottenham is gone, then isn't that the exact way that uh, our managers should be talking? Like, it isn't enough just to get there. We've got to win. Yeah. That is. All right. <laughs> it, is. it is. It really is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Next mean, question. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, it's like we, with uh, with Poch and the way he used to speak, speak about things, it was great that knowing that, you know, we were in a title race and that we're in the Champions League final. Um, and it was kind of, it felt like it was a... a you know, a nice to be there, enjoy it, enjoy the occasion. We've never been there before. Spurs and we, you know, all of us absolutely fucking loved it. And yeah, I yeah, because we didn't like, feel like we... Oh, and since, that, since that game, like the, the Ajax game leading up to the I just spent four final, hours in a car with you. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know about absolutely loving it. No. But it was a good day. It was amazing. You're talking about your you, you two met up and, and drove from... Uh, Alicante, Torre yeah, 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 yeah. To to Alicante, no, to, to uh, Madrid, Madrid yeah. Yeah. which is like a four-hour. Well, just so happens, so um, my uncle has a little holiday home uh, about ten minutes from where Ricky's and nan. At what point, where when you were planning this trip to Madrid, and Rick, I kind of know every stage of your planning to yeah. get to Madrid in the the Champions League final because you wouldn't stop. Fucking yeah, no. So, what point did you realise that you two would be so close? To well, I think we were just talking because we both know that uh, we were going. I, I, I knew that, that that out of the podcast, me and Ricky uh, were going, and Ricky was waiting for his flight, wasn't? Uh, well, waiting, so, yeah. yeah, waiting for my flight with uh, who is it? Uh, was it Thomas, Thomas Cook? Cook? Yeah. yeah, or one of those. Thompson yeah. or yeah, it was, it was uh, Thomas Cook, and I was waiting for them to. Um, to confirm that I'd, that I'd nabbed, that nabbed that the flight going, that I wanted. That was going to Madrid. That was right? going, straight, was going to Madrid. straight to Madrid. Straight to Madrid, yeah. Right, so that didn't happen. And then... That didn't happen. And then uh, Faye uh, from 30% uh, said she was flying to uh, Lisbon. Yeah, or, or somewhere like that. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And then I heard rumours that you were flying to Faro uh, in Portugal. Oh, so, so uh, that was my drive. plan. And then when I messaged you and said, like, um, do you know what, I'm going to fly to Faro. Have you got enough space in your car? And you're like, actually... I'm going to my uncle's and then you told me and then I looked it up and it was 13 minutes from my dad. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it was ridiculous. So I was going to go to Farrow and then my my uncle called me up and he said, like, what are you doing for the, the, the European Cup final? And my uncle is the reason I support Spurs. Mm. And um, he lives in Ireland now. So he doesn't get over Spurs as much as he wants. He's not been to the new stadium yet. 
So he said, oh, I'm going to go to the new stadium and watch it there on the live screening. I said, I'm going to try and go. Uh, he said, do you think you can get me a ticket? I said, oh, I'll, I'll fucking, I'll tr- I think I can. Because I know some season ticket holders that don't even have passports, but they have had a season tickets for years. Yeah, and they, yeah. they just, they, they can go. So I said, I think I could get you one because I know I could get a couple. And I said, I can't promise anything. And then, um, and I forgot that, to be honest, I forgot he's got a holiday home in, in just near. And he was, yeah, he was like, yeah, just use it whenever you want. Like, what, I, I completely forgot. And um, he was like, go out of state. I was like, I got him a ticket. And he was like, all right, you go out. I went out early when the, the flights were still cheap. So I just kind of, a few days in the sun, mm. do you know what I mean? A couple of cervezas, you know what I mean? <laughs> and. Um, and then Ricky was like, what, what are you doing? I said, I'm, I'm going from like here. And he was like, that's 30 minutes. And my uncle's hiring a car and driving anywhere. And I was like, do you mind if my mate jumps in? And he that's was crazy. Like, he was like, is he, a, is he a little mug? And I said, yeah. yeah. And he goes, well, it fits yeah. the criteria that I'm looking for. Sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, find it, was great. it was great. We had a little, we had a scarf hanging out the back. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my uncle is, is, is a great man. I mean, he's, he's very kind of humble and mellow now. It's not the same you know, but amazing, crazy Spurs fan as he was in the 70s. But he, It's an amazing thing, though, that you, that you were able to get him into that, that final. Because it was one of those things that, like, any if you can get in, just get in. I mean, he said it was his 60th birthday, and he was like, I'm never going to see Spurs in the European Cup final. And, and uh, I mean, I had I, I, I could have got that ticket to it. Taco flu from fucking M- Melbourne. Barley was out there, but my uncle's the reason I supported Spurs. Yeah, and, and, and to to, st- to stand next to him, um, was something very special. I know, I know a lot of fans like didn't even try and go because they wanted to watch it with their dad. They wanted to, you know, stuff like that. And uh, to be with my uncle, an amazing thing. Yeah, it was an amazing thing. So this, this, uh, you know, you, you shouldn't get swept up in this whole Mourinho thing. Yes. And, and uh, and you should be try and be like pragmatic and sit back and think yeah, about yeah, stuff. Sure. But you know when Liverpool lost the European Cup and then uh, the, the Cup final and the next year they went on and won it, and we've lost the European Cup final and then the next year, well, we've got Mourinho. Yeah. So this is what I was about to ask. Is like you you look went for it and your uncle says that you perhaps <laughs> will never see it again. Does the fact that we now have Mourinho mean that it's where is it this year? Istanbul. Yeah. But it's not that we should expect Fuck getting there. It's gonna be so hard to Mate, get there. going. But Dave, yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not that that we should expect him. But it's not unreasonable. unreasonable no, of course it? not. And look at the last year's but run. Isn't that fucking crazy? Though? Yeah, I, 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 I kind of saw in an interview. He said these with Champions League. You don't really think about it. It's just another game is another game. But when you get to the quarterfinals, there is a chance. There is a chance. We could get to the court of course, and, to and, the court and, and that, We've got the greatest man management, uh, sorry, game management manager. Yeah. He, he, he went to uh, the new camp against probably the best Barcelona team. an aging team. Yeah. We will ever see. Yeah. Uh, down to 10 men, eight, 88 minutes yeah. down to 10 men, they had 19% uh, possession. And he won. I, you know, the, I mean, this is, hindsight's a great thing, but you think... If Mourinho was in charge on the the first of May, yeah, it was the first of May. Yeah, Obviously yeah. Well, too, too drunk to fucking remember. Well, We're very the, drunk. The Champions, Champions League, League final oh, is, that, is it June? June. June first of yeah, June, June. Sorry, June. yeah. Sorry, first of June. I knew I got that wrong, but I'm fucking. It really don't matter. Well, they're all drinking red wine, and I'm drinking beer because I'm old school fighting cop. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. If he was, if he, yeah, you you. You go in there. You feel maybe more comfort, confident. Yeah. 
Anyway, so uh, we get uh, a question from Awali on Twitter. He says, do you believe that Levy's endgame and project process was to use Pochettino to build up Tottenham to a point where they can dispose of him and attract an already established and accomplished world-class manager like Jose Mourinho, Jose Mourinho himself in order to finally win a trophy? Do you think this was a plan of Daniel Levy? Absolutely not. No, I don't think so. I think he wanted it to happen. He well. wanted Pochettino to be our Ferguson, and I, I think he thought Pochettino had possibly taken to could do him more. And and there's there's rumours now. You don't know. It's, it's so hard to say like what to to take out. But like there's, there's rumours now saying that kind of you know the don't look at the gaffer kind of. Have you heard yeah, that? Stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you don't know if that's true or not. But if it is, even if it's fifty percent true, you think. Well, he he had lost the dressing room then. He had yeah, lost yeah. some kind of respect, yeah. and something needed to change. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, like for for, uh, I genuinely believe that Levy and Poch, in the beginning, the the it it was their master plan to build from the bottom up, get all the infrastructure in place, and uh, and Poch was going to be given as much time as he needed to to get us there. Um, and I think they they both everyone bought into this. This project, um, and why wouldn't you? And and why wouldn't you? And um, that th- they were going to do it. And I don't think it was a, a kind of a, a subcontext of let let's let this guy do all the donkey work, and then we'll get get a, like a, a, a you know a championship manager winner in. Mm. But um, I, I just think towards the end, it's just the way that it all fell apart, and and it fell apart so quickly. And now when you've got the opportunity to uh, uh, appoint someone like Mourinho and that it is actually, you know, that if they did sound him out and he was like, yeah, I I'm up for it, then how can you not? How can you, especially how can with, you turn that Especially down? with everything that was going on and how poor our, our, our form had been, it kind of, it, it makes absolute complete sense because the idea that this was kind of some sort of, to go back to Machiavelli, yeah. some sort of like plan yeah. for, for, you know, two years ago, when perhaps maybe Daniel Levy realised that Pochettino wasn't the guy. I'm not sure that 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 is that, that that's fact at all. But at some point in the near past, maybe six six months ago, he realised that Pochettino wasn't going to be able to do it as Spurs, and he put in the work to get Mourinho. If that is what it takes to get us to a point where we can win league trophies and win the Champions League. Then he's done the right thing. Yeah. The problem that Levy has at this situ- situation, in this instance, is that he has clearly undermined Pochettino by getting Mourinho in and getting his back staff in, because there's no chance he could do that turnaround that quickly from Pochettino leaving to Mourinho being appointed. If it doesn't, if it all goes to, to shit, then the mood is going to be terrible. But it's like a percentage thing isn't it the idea that Mourinho isn't going to be able to achieve with Tottenham is almost inconceivable if but the thing is if 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 Levy had recognised that um, Poch was going to continue his uh, kind of uh, surly attitude and behaviour and that he wasn't particularly going to be um I don't know, you, you, you get that people will be in a mood and uh, some things don't work out and you have a disagreement, but, it, it, you know, it, it seems to have been like over the last 10 months. And if you know that, if you have a feeling, a gut feeling that it isn't going to improve or that they've they've had words before and he said to Poch, 
I know, you know, before we let you down in the summer, we we, we didn't have any uh, a lot of transfers in uh, like the last summer and in the winter. But in January again, it's gonna we're gonna have to tighten our belts mm. again, and we, it's you know it's one in one out or whatever. It's not going to be that that large overhaul that that we envisage. And then Potter's like, well, how am I supposed to do my job? And then it's like, well, well, fuck you then. It's got you you get to the end of your line with your job, and I don't think he intentionally went out and said, look, I'm not gonna give you any tactics. I can't be asked. No, no. Like, I'm really annoyed. But you get to a point where it's like, is their character and their behaviour and everything going to be able to turn around quick enough to be able to get us to the Champions League and it's either I, I pull the plug now or I sit and wait it out and I think he's he's gone for a gamble and with that gamble you've gone for a gamble with so, a person so sure that, that is um, who, who has achieved the most yeah. in, in football and, and, it, and, it, and if he if after this with a short term maybe short term managerial appointment of Mourinho it's the last roll of the dice and it's a big roll of the dice and if this doesn't work and bring us trophies then where do you go from there? Well, I mean, I, I, I think this is <laughs> this is a big roll of the dice. Yeah. We can't think about where do we go from here after. No, 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 no. We just need to hope that he can achieve what he has previously. Every single club he's been to he's won trophies and that's what we want at this point is winning trophies. But what I was saying that, that most Spurs fans and we did it in the... Uh, the, that, that previous po- podcast we did with Poch in, Poch out, and Dave was the only one who was like, Yeah, I love Poch. I like, hope he never goes. Alex from Bristol as well. No, no, just you. Dave. No, 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 they're <laughs> no, going to no, sell no. out because that's favouritism. No, <laughs> that's favouritism. Dave was like, I hope he no. never leaves. Like, <laughs> I want him to move. <laughs> I want a statue. I want a statue. Poch is happy. But the fact is, is that, that Mourinho's. Been, um, sorry, uh, Daniel Levy's been privy to so much more that we haven't been. Yeah. And all of us will get to a point where, apart from Dave, Getting to the point where, <laughs> where where we we understood that it was probably the the best thing for 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 him to leave. This isn't a kind of premeditated transition from manager manager to man, manager that most people expect. It's just that, or, or 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 think it is. It's just that Daniel Levy, I think, has had privy is privy to the most intimate relationship. That you can with a Tottenham manager, and, and and he knew that it was done. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, news and articles. He said uh, a few players visited Pochettino after his sacking was announced. So uh, Harry Kane apparently drove to Pochettino's house and spent two hours with him after he was sacked. That's, yeah. a, that's How, a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good thing. Apparently, Delhi did as well. Yeah. Dyer said he spent a few minutes there. A few minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, he's just spat like, on his doorstep yeah. and left. Just rang, the, rang the doorbell and he answered it. And the fact like, that Harry Kane went there, like the ca- club captain, yeah. all intents and purposes. The fact that he went there to his ex manager and thanked him for. I would be less enamoured with him if he hadn't done that. That's mm, not, yeah. There's no issue there, right? No. No problem. No, no there's, there's no problem there. Um, because they had an affiliation with this man. They went, they'd they been through a lot and, and he made he them arguably the players they are. Yeah, so. Absolutely, go there and and be it's human nature. Do you know what I mean? Did you think that some of the managers they were, were a bit uh, sorry? Some of the players were a bit guarded in the uh, training, like Mourinho was kind of approaching them, and they didn't want to give too much because it hey, was... maybe I don't I don't know. I'm not that much of a nonce, but I um... <laughs> I think sometimes no, being I, a nonce is in, in a, the, the, this is one of the, the, rare... the finer details like no, that. This, this is just, one of the rare occurrences, and being a nonce is okay. What were, and planes. And, play, uh, and planes, yeah. And planes. Why are you bringing that up again? You said they've just stopped it. 
That's true. Dave loves planes. I don't. I don't love planes. Every time he tweets, just send him a Boeing seven four seven. Hashtag Dave for planes. Dave for planes. Yeah. Yeah. The Boeing seven four seven is also a jumbo jet, and it's the first plane that ever had two different levels. <laughs> Dave, I, think, I, think I like Dave for planes. <laughs> The only reason I'm on this podcast, <laughs> Dave the planes, like save the planes. Uh, I think, like with the training, like you, you're right. I mean, like it's going to be hard to be seen. Like, oh yeah, one day you're like high fiving Parks, and then the next day you're high, high fiving uh, Jose, mm. which is a bit like, oh, like come on, man. But I think you know, players for, for the players to go to to uh, Potch's house and say their goodbyes and stuff like that. That's fine. Like, I wonder what Mourinho thinks of, of, of that. Like, is it because you know he's an ego, yeah, ego no, maniac? Yeah. He's a bit like, no, he, he, oh, go, oh, he's portrayed... he understands, yeah, he's yeah. empathetic to it, and he I, knows. He portrays himself uh, and and has cultivated a personality of being an ego maniac, and he's a psychopath. Because yeah. no, Pochettino was a psychopath. You can't manage and, and run a football club the size of Tottenham, United, Chelsea, Liverpool without being that, right? Yeah. But I think he also understands the impact that Pochettino has. Well, what do you players. make of his his first comments where he said he's always welcome back here to the training ground, see the players, whenever? Did Did you see that as just a PR stunt, or did you no did no you see that as as genuine? I feel like he did the right thing, like be respectful, yeah, and, and say the right things. I feel like if Pochettino came in and started trying to take on a coaching session, yeah, and said like Delhi, <laughs> oh, don't 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 do that, then Mourinho might have a a word to say. But he did he, he did the right thing. He said the right thing. So yeah. No problem. Um, we've got a question from Look of Disdain from Twitter. He says, you're heading home for a Sunday roast at your parents' house. You catch your mum in a threesome with a current Premier League manager and a player from the team they manage. What are your best and worst case scenarios? I think uh, Sean Dyche and Ben Mee would be a bit of an issue. That's a bad, uh, do you that's know a, what? I, Sean Dyche is... You don't want to see him. I can't imagine sure he, he made love. Oh, love! Fuck me! Yeah. 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 Fucking throw some beans on yeah. my face, you Yeah, you're fucking... Yeah. Just eating a tin of worms while he's yeah. balls deep I in your mouth. Like a cold, cold... Cold tin of be- beans straight from the tin. Well, I was thinking spaghetti oops. Uh, that's even worse. Yeah. Ben me as well. Ben yeah. yeah. Like. Who's the, who's the, he's uh, blonde, isn't he? Yeah. The striker, is it Ashley... Barnes. Oh, Woods. Yeah. Chris Woods. Chris, Chris Woods and Ashley Barnes. Ashley Barnes. And and Shawnee up there as well, like, uh, nah. like you just walk in, they just tipping gravy over your mum and no. thumbing roasties in there. And yeah, they're putting, oh, putting a roasty yeah, up there. Because yeah, I do love a Yorkshire pudding, though. Yeah, that, might, yeah. that might ruin it. I love it, but not on my mum. And two in my and two, You ever had one in your mum, though? How do you know? <laughs> and, and two sprig, How do you know? Two sprigs of broccoli in her ears. Uh, oh, God, you take it too far. I just let's I mean, the way I'm pudding's up the pussy that's fine but <laughs> sprig, broccoli in the ear a sprig you of broccoli it like oh. a, like, it's not like a tree of broccoli it's a sprig I don't even know what a sprig is it's that's like too the, far they're little, it's like, yeah. that's a little no um, I, um, the uh, best case scenario the best case scenario would be uh, Harry Winks because he would never he would always take care of a woman well then it would have to be Mourinho wouldn't it I think he'd be he'd be fine. Yeah. I think Mourinho and Gazaniga just like a wank over Gazaniga's dick. Back in the day, would have, the worst the worst thing would have been uh, Jerry Francis and and Trezani. Uh, nah. da- uh, David yeah. Plate because he's a bit of a curb crawler, isn't he? So David, you David. wouldn't want David Plate going. Yeah, but he knows that's treat women. He's had a lot of experience. No, paying forty quid isn't treating a woman good. I know you're true. It's very true. Carrier uh, Amit, he says, or she says, uh, what would you be willing to do to stop Pochettino going to Woolwich? So a lot of Arsenal fans have been like coming out going, get po- just get Pochettino like he would go there. Yeah. 
I think Pochettino's a man of principle, and I don't think he's going to go there. He said on record, saying as a Tottenham, he goes. He yeah, said, but, he yeah, said yeah, yeah, but Mourinho said he would never manage Tottenham. So. Yeah, but they're different people. Like as, right, as, okay. we, we're not holding. If you had to hold two managers up as bastions of morality, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't, Mourinho wouldn't go anywhere near. Yeah. It's just that he's won more trophies, so he wins. That's where we're at, haven't we? Uh, the uh, but he said that he was talking about loyalty, and he said if uh, Daniel Levy sacked me now. There's no chance I could go to to to. to I, I don't think that will happen. It's nice that they they think that it's going to happen. Let they're think desperate that. for it. And what they're desperate for? A, look, look, if you forget our relationship with Pochettino, they're desperate for a manager who can't get it over the line. Well, I mean, they, for years they called him like trophy dodger and all that, like, and now they want oh, so, our, yeah. uh, hypocrites. Fucking yeah. lot of them. No, well, they're scum. They got no. Yeah. What are you saying? Like what? What? Well, like, what? Like it's like. Would it's you take Wenger? It's absolutely That's ridiculous. First. No, no. Well, exactly. Rick, Rick, how That's could, exactly it. That shows the difference between us and them because you wouldn't take Wenger even though he's won trophies, you know. And they, as soon as fucking Pochettino was tapped, was like, get him in. Yeah. Well, Rick, Rick had a belter of a tweet this week. Yeah, didn't you? yeah. Well, no, it was it was just that a tweet that I'd seen uh, some gooners calling for for Pochettino and uh, you know welcoming him, photoshop the badge and all that. Like, and I was just no like, way. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, like never. Never in my life would I be begging Clamoring for, for a, an ex Gooner manager or player to come to Tottenham. Like never, and uh, they are all over it. And uh, I just think it's just so embarrassing, man. Like, like honestly, Rebecca Coy's on Twitter. She says, "If you had to choose another member of the Fighting Cock to shag your mum, oh my god, who would you choose?" I know straight away. I choose you, Rick. Really? Yeah. yeah, that black lace. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, he's a nice guy. He's mm, delicate, okay. and I can't imagine he's aggressive in the sack. And that's that would be a thing. Yeah. For my mum, I don't don't be aggressive for my mum. Mm, I'm, yeah. I'm a bit of a choker. And all your hair, spank you, kind of guy. Good lord. But that's why you wouldn't be my boy. Yeah. Sure. Uh, over really? Qu- over quickly as well. So. Is it over quickly? Oh, yeah, yeah, see yeah, me. So, yeah, yeah. You know, we. Yeah. I spoke on the last pod. I was like, I can't come, so I'd be there for ages <laughs> spanking your mum. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't be. Uh, not my guy. I'm pretty though. Yeah. Look at his eyes. I don't know. I've got the prettiest eyes here. So, so, so. I'm going to put it out there. I've got the prettiest eyes on the fighting cock. Dave, <laughs> Dave you're saying to me, you're saying. I, you're, I don't care. You're talking about my eyes now. No, no, you're saying that you would shake my mum and. Spank you, her up. You, you spank her up, slap her face, choke her. Is, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, and then. Pull her out. You'd have sex with her, but you couldn't come. And, and, and you're saying because you've got the prettiest eyes, that should convince me. Yeah. Mad. It has to be windy all day long. Like 100%, that's what I'm about to say. Because if I was in a room, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. You would do it. I would do you it. You would do just it. Just to see what happens. Because you, you say they dared me, Rick. No, no, have yeah, to, no. Have you to, have to do but, but it. It doesn't come into who's going to do it. Yeah, um, it would be windy then. Do you remember, do you remember on a... Uh, windy on was going to be mine as well. Because it's such a, a lovely... Because when you meet Windy, if you ever meet Windy in real life, he's the loveliest man. Yeah, he's superb. You know, and in, you, um, he would make love to your mum. He wouldn't fuck your mum. He would make <laughs> love to her. That's in, what I don't. In want. a partridge, fucking not the. Oh right. In, in yeah. par- partridge, he's making love to uh, to that lady, and he's like, "Do you like if I do this? <laughs> <laughs> Anti-clockwise, yeah. Yeah. faster or slower? What do you think of the uh, <laughs> pedestrianisation of uh, Norwich City Highway? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> keep the wolf on the door. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Wendy would be like he'd be a considerate 
lover and he would just be you know he'd be nice about it I don't, I don't agree I think he'd be punching and no. throwing windmills and kicking and really yeah. you just don't know do you know? just don't know a lot of crying you just don't know a lot of crying yeah alright let's see the fighting got podcast thank you boys uh, I've great what a superb episode yeah thank you yeah um, just just to say there's been a massive interest in the fighting Cocks podcast nothing to do with uh, for us nah totally to do with the fact that Mourinho is uh, <laughs> is um, has become the sort of manager and I hope that if you, this is yeah. the first time you've listened to the podcast that the fact that we're talking about fucking exactly. our mums is no, no, is, that's is, the normal I have a massive right nut as well just <laughs> so if ever you uh, watch David Alfie Ward do stand up yeah I do do stand up uh, follow me at David Alfie Ward on Twitter and Instagram demand that he gets his right nut I will get it out and I will compare it to the size of the microphone Podcast Network. Sports Social 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 Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus